This episode contains brief descriptions of adult content and may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. These books and others include X-rated pornographic pictures and illustrations and or text descriptions of sex acts with one book graphically describing two 10-year-old boys performing oral sex on each other and another describing in detail an adult molesting a child. That would be this one that remains in the school library. As a mother and a parent, I'm shocked. Three months. That's how long a temporary restraining order has been in place naming this man, our superintendent, as a clear and present danger to a woman. People knew about this and hid it. I want you to know, we drove down here from Grapevine today because we wanted to be here. I've been watching what's been going on in Round Rock and it has been shameful. Does the board condone this kind of behavior? It doesn't look like you condemn it. What else are you covering up? Amid stories across the state and nation of rogue and corrupt school administration, Central Texans are experiencing and exposing a similar mess in their local school district. This is episode three of Exposing Round Rock ISD by Texas Scorecard. The allegations against Dr. Azaiz, which first surfaced earlier this summer, claimed the superintendent had a mistress and demanded she get an abortion. When she refused, he threatened her with violence. After she approached Round Rock ISD trustees in July, Azaiz allegedly assaulted her. Soon after, a judge issued a temporary restraining order against Azaiz, and in early August, trustees Bone and Weston requested an immediate special board meeting to discuss the matters. However, the rest of the board denied the request. Despite repeated requests, we've been denied. Even now, no meeting has been scheduled. Criminal accusations against the superintendent that came to the entire board in a July 23rd email are worrisome. First of all, all persons in our country are innocent until proven guilty. Second, the well-being of our students, staff, and community are more important than anything else. Third, given the credibility of the accuser, these accusations cannot be ignored. In our view, the failure to promptly schedule and hold a Board of Trustees meeting to discuss and address this matter can only mean that our high level of concern and sense of urgency is not universally shared among all seven trustees. In early September, the Texas Education Agency flagged Azaiz's license. Quote, the State Board for Educator Certification has received information that could potentially impact your Texas Educator Certificate, read a TEA email to Azaiz, obtained by Texas Scorecard. Quote, the Educator Investigations Division has opened a case file to review and investigate this information. The allegations are as follows. Assault. Due to the allegations, an investigation notice has been placed on your certification record. Texas Scorecard also sent four open records requests to Round Rock ISD to further investigate these matters. But the district appealed three to Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton to, quote, withhold certain information while they requested clarification for the fourth. Meanwhile, the Travis County Sheriff's Office has also confirmed they too have an active investigation into Azaiz. Citizens also finally had the opportunity to testify on the accusations during the October 21st meeting. As citizens entered the lecture hall that evening, they saw dozens of chairs, many more than before, lining the room. Then citizens and parents, one after another, got up to the microphone and called out the board on a myriad of issues, as Azaiz and the school board sat at a table directly across from the audience. 
And it took us coordinating a press conference today, Dr. Azaiz, for you to arbitrarily increase your arbitrary capacity. So two days ago, it was 50 seats. Um, a month ago, it was 18 seats. And then when I spoke up about it, you had me escorted out and then arrested. So is the seating capacity a real thing or not? I'm confused now because then in a day we changed it to 70-something. I'm going to read from the Texas Attorney General quickly. As of September 1st, 2021, all provisions of the Open Meetings Act will be effective and all Texas governmental bodies subject to open meetings must conduct their meetings in full compliance with the Open Meetings Act as written in statute. You had an exemption in March of 2020 to ignore parts of TOMA, but now those days are over. Mid-July, three months, that's how long a temporary restraining order has been in place naming this man, our superintendent, as a clear and present danger to a woman. Ms. Kingham, this is a, a personal matter. This isn't the forum for that. We do have a grievance process. I have a point of order. Yeah. What is your point? My point of order is that there is no limitation on being able to name us as trustees or director level and above officials in our school district during public comments for any reason. I am not disagreeing. I am just saying that there is a better format for this if there's a grievance that needed to be filed. So she can proceed. We can finish this, right? Please go ahead. For an alleged domestic assault of a pregnant woman carrying his child, as a mother and a parent, I'm shocked. This man has a job that affects over 40,000 children in this district and contact and power over female administrators and teachers. What possible excuse can this board, the same board who threatens parents with arrest for disrupting a public meeting, have to ignore this? I'm going to shine a light on communications that provide a context for the TRO. One trustee's disregard for a fellow professional in a troubling sequence of events. A text sequence on June 28th, the married superintendent demands that his girlfriend get an abortion. The superintendent threatens the girlfriend, I'll make you pay. The superintendent shows his intent, you will lose this baby. On July 5th, the girlfriend reaches out to Corey Vessa regarding the superintendent's behavior. On July 6th, Corey Vessa rejects the girlfriend's outreach. On the evening of July 6th, this pregnant woman would be physically assaulted Hence, the temporary restraining order. Sadly, you knew. People knew about this and hid it. Are you incompetent? Time. Are you Your implicit in this? Thank you so much for speaking to me. I started paying attention here after this board made news last month. And uh, I have to say that what I see happening here is shocking. Corey Vesa, is it true? that a concerned member of the community made you aware of the allegations against the superintendent and you deflected them only days before the alleged assault. To the trustees, I would like to know, have you held any formal meetings to discuss these allegations? These are very serious allegations against the only employee that you oversee. And it has been July, August, September, October, four months that you've known about this. For the safety of our children and the female staff, 
why haven't you at least put him on administrative leave? Does the board condone this kind of behavior? It doesn't look like you condemn it. What else are you covering up? Citizens also testified on pornographic books available to children at school libraries, such as the nationally contentious Lawn Boy and others that one parent said, quote, include X-rated pornographic pictures and illustrations and or text descriptions of sex acts, end quote. These books and others include X-rated pornographic pictures and illustrations and or text descriptions of sex acts with one book graphically describing two 10-year-old boys performing oral sex on each other and another describing in detail an adult molesting a child. That would be this one that remains in the school library. Please make sure Out of Darkness gets taken out. I do want to thank Amy Olsman for her efforts in removing both Lawn Boy and Gender Queer. I hope they remain removed because this is not appropriate for children. Please fix our book purchase Time. process. Your time's expired. Thank you. Our next speaker is... Other, quote, side issues brought up were the district's multi-million dollar deficit because of rapidly declined enrollment and district's officials limiting citizen speakers to only one minute to testify, while many other districts allot two or three minutes. If the saga thus far of the superintendent's allegations, meeting incidents, and arrests were not enough, Azaiz and the board were meanwhile also allowing a potentially dangerous environment inside the district's schools. Exposed is a production of Texas Scorecard. If you like this content, please go to texasscorecard.com. Please also rate and review this podcast on whatever podcasting platform you listen on. This episode was produced by Drew Cook, directed by Jacob Asmussen, lead audio production by Ariana Silva, and production assistance by Luke Marshall.